lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. Greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Dace Show, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. I am Steve Dace. Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre are here with me as well. 888-900-3393 is the number. That's 888-900-3393. You can also let us know what you think about what we think. Uh, utilize the stevedace.com inbox. Steve at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Well, try to anyway. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. And if you're looking for clips of this program to sample and share with others, go to youtube.com slash Steve Dace. Regular of order, regular order of business here on Wednesday, with one exception. Uh, our good friend Daniel Horowitz is traveling today. So no woe and lamentation from the official prophet himself. Nevertheless, I will attempt to do some cheap knockoff generic version. Uh, I'll give it my best go here today. Although if you want real woe and lamentation, turn on the cable news. Okay. Uh, we've also got buy, seller hold. That's coming up in the next hour of the program. Coming up in the next segment of the show. I, I think we need to have an adult conversation right now about the issue that could determine the next presidential election. And I'm going to do a preemptive, um, I'm going to do a, a, a preemptive intervention for fear that it will be, uh, th- this issue will be misused and create a boomerang effect at the exact same time and become a disadvantage come November. Because this is this this requires a real serious conversation, far more than just our typical uh, troll job. This is something we've not really seen before in America. This is this is a difference. I've I've been telling you the last four years, Donald Trump didn't change any paradigms. The cake is still baked the same way. Just the frosting got zanier. But what we're watching take place right now is a different recipe altogether. And I think we need to be adults about this, similar to coronavirus, and and not let this get reduced to trolling because it could end up creating a certain amount of sympathy that puts someone in office who is clearly, obviously, not fit for it. We'll get to that at the bottom of the hour. But before we get to everything else, here's Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by Mini Tuesday. Joe Biden racked up big wins in Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, and Idaho. Bernie Sanders won in North Dakota, and the race is too close to call in Washington state as of this recording. According to the Associated Press, Joe Biden now leads Bernie Sanders in the delegate count 823 to 663. Before yesterday's contest in Michigan, Joe Biden had this exchange with a union worker over the Second Amendment. How you intend on getting the union vote when there is a large portion of the union workers that are gun enthusiasts and you are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment right and take away our gun? You're full of s***. All right, thank you. Now, now, shush. Shush. I support the Second Amendment. Second Amendment, just like right now, if you yell fire, that's not free speech. From the very beginning, I have a shotgun, I have a 20 gauge, a 12 gauge, my son's hunt. Guess what? 
You're not allowed to own any weapons. I'm not taking your gun away at all. You need a hundred rounds. So when you were in Beto, no. when you said you're going to take our guns, I did not off. say that. That's yes. not true. I did it's not say that. It's a viral video. Well, it's a viral video like the other ones are putting out that are simply alive. Your, your voice, you said that you're taking the gun. Well, he just Beto. clarified it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. The take thing. your AR, your AR 14s or whatever. Okay. Biden was later asked about that exchange. We're both targeting over this exchange this morning with the voter about guns. Any regrets about how you handle it? Well, I'm surprised that uh, Sanders is joining Trump. What? Anyway, Biden, after last night's big wins, couldn't remember which office he's running for. Our headquarters is just around the corner. And these are all people who are working like the devil yep. to try to get us elected uh, as the... Uh, so Learning Spanish today, today's phrase is dementia. Demencia. And the push to cancel any future debates began yesterday with James Clyburn of South Carolina telling NPR... I think we will be at a point where Joe Biden will be the prohibitive nominee of the party. And I think the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, should then step in, make an assessment, and determine whether or not they ought to have any more debates. Neither Biden nor Sanders held rallies last night due to the coronavirus. Moving on, Wuhan coronavirus panic update. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says not only is the virus dangerous, it's also racist. Honestly, it sounds almost so silly to say, but there's a lot of restaurants that are feeling the pain of racism, uh, where people are literally not patroning Chinese restaurants. Um, They're not patroning Asian restaurants because of just straight up racism around the coronavirus. But where things are really getting or staying crazy is in the world of academia and sports. Dan Wolken column at USA Today. It's time for NCAA to make the right call. Tough call and cancel tournament. UCLA has banned fans from all home athletic events until April 10th. Athletes from the Ivy League have filed a petition after the conference canceled its men's and women's basketball tournaments due to the panic. Stony Brook University spaced out fans in its arena during its America East Conference semifinal game to try and stop person-to-person transmission. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine called on all sports teams and sporting events in the state to, to limit spectators at any games, including multiple sites for the upcoming NCAA tournament. He also urged university administrators in the state to limit classroom time and switch to online instruction. Ohio State can stay Otterbein and Miami universities have already canceled in-person classroom instruction and switched to online instruction. The Big West Conference announced its tournaments will be played without spectators. The Mid-American Conference announced its tournaments will be closed to spectators from the general public. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has literally called up the National Guard to create a so-called containment zone in New Rochelle. Washington State Governor Jay Inslee is expected to announce a ban somehow on gatherings of more than 250 50 people, and we could go on and on. Only about 6,500 people in the United States have been tested for the coronavirus so far. The latest numbers from the CDC shows 647 confirmed cases and 25 deaths in the country from the disease. Remember, this all started with guano. And finally, peewee wrestling gone wrong. And that's what happened while we were away. Dude, that's what I look like when I tried wrestling in middle school. I should have done that.
save myself all kinds of humiliation if I just would have learned, he who fights and runs away lives to fight another day, right? Aaron's Montage brought to you by Tommy John. And maybe the best endorsement I can give a product is we get to, when we uh, talk about him here on the show, we get free samples of it. And the best endorsement I can give of this product is I have been so impressed with it. I have gone out now, not once, but twice out of my own pocket and bought more. That's how much I like this underwear, which is all about fabric, fit, and function. Uh, Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch. They use proprietary uh, fabrics that perform like nothing you have ever worn before. I mean, the difference uh, it, when I'm at the gym, moving around in flexibility, comfort, uh, it's it's absolutely worth the money. And if you want to give Tommy John a try uh, and, and they're no wedgie guarantee, and I'm telling you, man, you know, I'm not a small dude. And I'm, I work out a lot more than the average 46-year-old male does. And I've not had to, to, to pick at it. You know, guys, if you know what I'm saying there, at the gym one time with Tommy John. So I, I, I would buy in. I wouldn't test the no wedgie guarantee because trust me, at six feet tall and 260 pounds, I have tested the no wedgie guarantee <laughs> many a time. And it has come through every single time. All right. So comfort, stay, stay put waistbands and a range of fabrics that are soft and comfortable. And like I said a minute ago, I, I'm paying for extra, you know, uh, extra pairs of this underwear out of my own pocket. That's how much I love it. And they have stuff for the ladies as well. All right. So hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Steve. TommyJohn.com slash Steve for 20% off your first order. 20% off your first order at TommyJohn, all one word, TommyJohn.com slash Steve. So let's talk some more about what is and isn't happening with coronavirus. And I, I tweeted this out earlier today at, at Steve Day Show. There, there's a map the New York Times, one of their reporters has, has sent out. And, it's, and, and the intent of this is to, is to give you a sense of panic. It, it's, a, it's a case study in how to create a panic via a feedback loop. And it, and it goes back and it looks at, did, did you see this when I tweeted it earlier, Yes, Todd? I did. All right. It, it goes back and it looks at um, the, the wide range of growth of coronavirus in America. And the, the point it makes is on January 14th, there were no reported cases. And then a couple of weeks later, thank you, Aaron, has grabbed that map. A couple of, a couple of weeks later, there were five. And then in February, we ended February with only 59. And then today on March 10th, we have 1,004 cases. And, and the whole point of this is to scare you to death. From the same people who believe that the, the planet is going to end, or have been claiming anyway, that the planet is doomed in the next decade. Well, then, I mean, let's get busy living or get busy dying. I mean, if we go out with coronavirus or a, a, a climate cataclysm, we're all dead in the next 10 years anyway, right? Correct. So why waste any amount of moments worrying about this, okay? But, but here's the fallacy of this entire argument. Look at, let's, let's pick a random date. On February 18th, that was, that was three weeks ago. February 18th, there were only 25 confirmed U.S. coronavirus cases. Now, what wasn't the media completely and totally obsessed with on February 18th? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. So is it entirely possible that we had far more people than the 25 confirmed cases? 
Yeah. It was certain. Yeah, who probably just thought, I've got a cold. More on that in a second, because that's what it will be for most of you. I've got a cold. I've got, you know, it's it, it's February. What is February every year? Cold and flu season. That that's why you you sell more ads and in, in in media for to for to Theraflu, Theraflu and Nyquil during those months than any other months of the year. The rest of the year combined, right? It's Christmas shopping season for the for cold and flu um, a- antidotes and ailments. So on February twenty fifth, there's only twenty five or only fifty nine. That's just that was just two weeks ago. Well, again, were they obsessing about it yet on February the twenty fifth? No, 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 they weren't. Okay. And then lo and behold, after a week of mass panic and obsession, what, look at this explosion. We're up to over a thousand cases. Well, when you have created your own feedback loop with this, this virus, this disease, what did you think was going to happen? But suppose when this originally broke out, in Wuhan back in January, when the, at least, well, when the world first became aware of it breaking out in Wuhan back in January, who knows when it really did, okay, uh, or if that even is the place, because we're dealing with the shycoms and communist lie while killing, you know, uh, it, so many of their own children, it would make Planned Parenthood blush, all right? So, I mean, Planned Parenthood looks at China's one nation policy and says, dude, slow the body count. All right. So, but let's just assume that's when we heard about it uh, from, you know, the, the, the Wuhan virus coverage began in January. All right. If, if on January the 14th, the date when I don't know why they picked that marker, maybe that's the first date the New York Times reported on it. I, I don't know why they chose that date. Okay. But January 14th, if, if I had said with my platform and, and all the platforms I have, at my disposal, working at one of the largest media platforms and all of conservative media. If, if I had fixated all of my platforms on, at my disposal on January 14th, uh, in, in response, you, and I'm just going to use the date that's in that, that's in that graph. Going to use their date, okay? And, I'm going, and, and if I offered to write a, in fact, let me actually make it even more parochial. If I offered to write a column, a guest column for the New York Times, Demanding the Trump administration close the borders, seal the borders in America on January 14th in response to the Wuhan virus outbreak. Would the New York Times have published that piece? No. Hell no. I told you to go back to InfoWars. Yeah, they told me I'm a racist, you're a bigot. Well, well, okay, well, some of you may say, well, Steve, you know, you're not really that big of a media figure. It's the New York Times. That's true. I mean, now the New York Times did actually send a woman out here named Jackie to to stay with me for basically two days and write a huge profile about me four years ago. But let's, let's assume that I'm not on their radar. Ben Shapiro, biggest star in conservative media right now, right? If he had offered on January 14th, to write, to guest write a column for the New York Times demanding President Trump seal all the borders to keep coronavirus out. Would they have published it? No. Hell no. And you know what they would have called him to? A racist, a bigot, and go back to InfoWars. Exactly. That's, that's my point of this panic. Now, I understand, unfortunately, because I have been subjected to this way too often in recent years. There are too many people on every side of the aisle incapable of multitasking. When it comes to their faculties, not with their devices, incapable of thinking multiple things could be true at once. So this morning, I'm in the shower, um, and you know that's a good idea to take one of those every now and then. 
Because I keep getting people saying to me, well, Steve, look. Steve, look at Italy. I mean, why do we just think if it happened in Italy, it can't happen here? Well, I don't know. I mean, if Italy was such great shakes, why'd my ancestors do whatever the hell they could to get out a hundred years ago and come here instead? Okay, I don't, I don't, but, but okay, let's go with it. Italy has a higher smoking rate than the U.S. by several percentage points, by the way. Uh, it, the average margin or the average standard of living in Italy is about $10,000 a year less than the United States. Italy's grandparents, there are, there are grandparents alive in Italy today who sit out in the, in, in the streets and cheered when Mussolini rode a tank down Main Street, uh, Rome. And have you ever gone to Rome? Now, you know I haven't because I don't travel. I just, you know, go online. But I know all kinds of people that have taken trips to Rome. Uh, my little brother took his uh, honeymoon to Rome. You know what they'll come back and tell you? It's basically San Francisco. It's, it's, it's landmarks, and then it's a trash dump, all right? Cigarette butts everywhere in the street, trash in the street, okay? I mean, I know some of you don't want to believe this, but we're better at this and superior at this than all these other countries. That's why we're, we're the ones always bailing them out. We're, we're better. We're better. We're not better people. We're not. We're just as sinful. We need, we need a Messiah just like all the people in all the other countries do. But in terms of our systems and methods and processes, we have proven over the last two centuries we're better at this. In fact, we, we, we just proved it in, to the people of Italy in the last century, all right? That they were on our side in World War I and we saved them from uh, you know, uh, putting their left arms behind their back in, in the presence of Kaiser Wilhelm II and honoring of him. Uh, and then, we, then when they signed up with uh, Adolf in the second go around, you know, we liberated their country from the fascist dictator, their own people anointed to power. We're not Italy, guys. We're, we're not. We're not Kenya. We're not Italy. Italy. We're the United States, and we're, we're, we're just better at these systems than anyone else in the world has proven to be. Now, I don't think that'll exist in a perpetuity, but it's the case right now. It's the, it's the case right now. Now, I know there's a sizable portion of this society right now that doesn't want this to continue, and will do whatever they can to not make it, to make it no longer so. I understand that. We go up against that notion every day on this program, but they don't have their way yet. Now, if we keep falling for panics like this, though, the time in which they will will be sooner than any of us want. So this morning I get back from the gym, I'm in the shower and my normal routine is, uh, you know, I get caught up in what's going on with my favorite uh, team, uh, the Michigan Wolverines. And I'm listening to the sports station there in Ann Arbor and the mid morning show decided, you know what? Unbelievable. They, they made an incredible decision, the people hosting the show. They decided, you know, we're, we're, we're getting all these, con, you, know, uh, you know, all these conflicting panics and, and we're just sports guys. What the hell do we know about a virus? We don't, we don't know. Okay. So hot damn, right, right down the street is, is arguably the best university hospital in America. It's certainly in the top five, the University of Michigan Hospital. It's right down the street, man. Why, why don't we go get one of those guys, one of the people over there in the Department of Epidemiology where they do this all day long, right? And, to, and, and, and I mean, this is some of the finest medical research on this planet is done down the street. And why don't we, instead of reading what Dan Wolken, sports columnist at USA Today, thinks, 
Okay? And, 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 and overreacting, why don't we... Somebody say, be an adult and call up somebody who does this all day long. And I listened to this entire interview and I'd urge you, go find it. The show's called Inside the Huddle. Go get the, turn off all cable news on every network. Turn them all off. Turn it all off. First of all, you should be doing that anyway because the truth, that cable news is where the truth goes to die in America. All right, you should be turning them all off anyway for your own mental well-being, okay? Opioids, better for you than cable news, right? Overdosing on opioids, still better for you than cable news, okay? Um, and go get this podcast and listen to it instead. And the fact that it's just a young guy hosting a sports show and he, he's not an expert in the fields, so he's asking like the kinds of basic questions we need to know makes it even more informing. And this, so this epidemiologist at the University of Michigan listened to the entire thing. I didn't know what she was going to say. She was maybe going to come on and tell me, hey, this is a panic. Run for your lives. The end is nigh, right? And she had a very, you know, I would also guess the, you know, a leading member of the epidemiology department at a very left-wing school like the University of Michigan, probably not voting for a lot of the same candidates and supporting a lot of the same causes that we probably do on this show. I think that's a safe bet. They want to profile, make everything a general blanket statement, but are the odds at least not in the favor that we're voting the same way most years? It's not unreasonable. That's not an unreasonable assumption, right? Okay. So she comes on, very soothing voice. It's like, listen to your mama talk to you. Okay. She comes on and she's smart as a, she's a, she's a smart cookie. And here's what she told you. If you listen to this interview, she said, this is um, a serious strain of the flu. Maybe the most serious we've seen in a long, long time. It primarily though attacks the respiratory tract. That's why the elderly are the, are by far the most susceptible. If you are in relatively good respiratory health, chances are, if you test positive for this, the, the most you'll see is a really bad cold. Maybe, 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 a, maybe an RSV. But the most you'll see for most people that have really good respiratory systems and are healthy, the most you'll see is a really bad cold. Don't panic. Be vigilant. Take it seriously like you do the flu season, particularly if you live in a northern climate like Michigan, like Iowa. All right. Take it seriously. Have your hand sanitizer with you. Wash hands. Maybe fist bump at church instead of shake hands. I do that anyway. I've already got like a fist bump policy, cold and flu fist bump. I do that. At, I've done that at church for years. I already do that. All right. You know, um, uh, uh, eat right. If you're sick, stay home. You know, don't panic because there's going to be people that need to come in that are really sick. So unless you're really showing symptoms you can't overcome, don't, you know, overwhelm the system with your worriness. This is all, these are all the things she said, which sounds an awful lot like what we were talking about yesterday. Why? Because this is all just common sense. And, and you know, you're canceling all these sporting events. Now, hey, let me say this. If, if, if this is really serious and we need to shut the country down, I won't stand in the way. Like if Joe Biden showed up at the White House in 10 minutes and said, hey, I just got out of, you know, and him and Trump walked out of a meeting together and said, you know what, uh, we got more impressing things as Americans right now. Uh, and, you know, we're just going to suspend this whole presidential campaign, especially because it looks like Joe's the presumptive nominee anyway. And we've got all, all of our forces, Democrats and Republicans for the next 30, 60 to 90 days. All of our focus is going to be on making sure that this doesn't become the 1918 Spanish flu in America. Uh, okay. Sure. I mean, I don't, I don't work for CDC. I don't know. Do you know? I, I don't know. 
But but the fact we're not seeing things like that. Yes. I mean, if, if we got to cancel the NCAA tournament and everything else, hey, I love the NCAA tournament. You know what I love even more than the NCAA tournament? My kids, my own life, my friends, right? I, I mean... I went through a decade where my favorite team didn't make the NCAA tournament. I, I, I still live those years just fine. It's not going to end my life if we have to cancel it. Here's what I don't understand. What I don't understand is 8,000 people can't go to the palestra in Philadelphia to watch Harvard and Yale play an Ivy League basketball game this weekend. But 160,000 people can go through the gates at LaGuardia in New York City, not too far away, which is right there in Ivy League territory, by the way. 160,000 people can go through the gates, or I'm sorry, at JFK, not LaGuardia, can go through the gates at JFK, which I think is the fifth or sixth busiest airport in America. Every single day that happens. Why aren't we shutting that down? Why aren't we shutting that down? How many voters in how many states yesterday at the height of the uh, yes. panic went through the polling stations yeah, like where two they're million all people, using two the million same pe- machines? Did they, yes, were, did, yes, yes. Like two million people voted in Michigan yesterday, I think it was, or more. In the Michigan primary. If you look at... It's like um, playing Russian roulette, man. It's like the deer hunter. Columbus Circle in New York City is one of the top five busiest malls in America. 44,000 people go there every single day. Why haven't they shut that down? Because um, that blouse is only on sale one day only at Bloomingdale's. And, you know, do you have a good answer for that? No. I don't... Because you know why you don't? Do you know why you don't? Yes. Because there aren't any. That's why you don't. There aren't any. It's either serious or it's not. Okay, I've been watching the Big West Conference Tournament since I was in middle school because it's that last game. Them in the big sky on championship week. They're like the last two games on when you're jonesing for a game at like midnight and you can't sleep. Been watching those games since I was a kid. They've they've canceled public spectators. First of all, I haven't had too many public spectators at the Big West Tournament like ever. Okay, but what was going to bring in more people, do you think? LAX or the Big West Tournament out there in Anaheim? Where do you think there's more people congregating? LAX or the Big West Tournament at the Honda Center in Anaheim for UC Irvine and and uh, and and uh, Long Beach State? It'd be the airport. Think it'd be LAX? They shutting that down? No. No? All the, where did the, where'd the governor of Washington come up with anything with less than, more than 250 people? So... As long as we're in groups of 249 or less, we don't contract the virus. Does any of this make any sense at all? It's rock solid science, Steve. It doesn't make any sense. If, if, if you want me to take this more seriously, you need to be more serious. You need to be more serious. I'm happy to take it seriously. I mean, when they told me Y2K was going to end me, dude, I, I made, I, we, I did every software patch we could on all our machines. Remember those days? Sure. Yeah. Did them all. Go get it. Guys, go get a flu shot. Take vitamin C, vitamin D, lots of it. Get 20 minutes of good, high-impact cardio exercise in a day so that you are breaking a sweat, getting your heart rate up, purging toxins out of your system. If you've got a gym that has a steam room, sit in there for 15 to 20 minutes. Sweat those toxins out of there. Eat healthy. If you're sick, stay home. But this is this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, Aaron. If it's this serious, then then shut stuff down where there's far more people getting together than to watch Kent State play Buffalo on a Friday afternoon oh. in the MAC tournament. 
Oh, I, I think it makes perfect sense because, I mean, tell me tell me the cross-section of the average viewer of MSNBC doesn't doesn't match up fairly well with the cross-section of the average collegiate uh, academic administrator. It, that Then it makes perfect sense, if you get where I'm going there. What do you think? And that's a good point as well. Yes. I would bet the amount of people watching these cable news channels correlates directly to what their response to this is. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, I was actually listening to Dan Walken on the Dan Patrick Show coming in today. Uh, and two things they keep saying, this is way more dangerous than the flu. And then they will say, it, there's so much uncertainty and we don't test for it. We have no idea how many uh, people have this. You can't believe both those things at the same time based on what we know about this virus. It, it moves fast. But uh, people also know that most people who get this, the vast majority, have symptoms of the common cold. So if you just do the math, there's all kinds of people out there who have it and are just fine. You cannot believe then that this is automatically worse than the flu. And you can't say that in a context without talking about the 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 uh, populations that this that hurts this. The elderly people keep doing this worst case scenario math as if every single person is the same. They are not. They never are related to this it's just we, we have now with the political season this is a perfect timing this with the political season yes. we're going insane i've been i'm asthmatic by the way i have been my whole life i still use an inhaler before i work out just be prudent be an adult no need to panic All right, back here on the Steve Day Show, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio and podcast alongside Aaron McIntyre and Todd Erzin coming up. Next hour, we are going to play our little game of buy, sell, or hold, so that'll be a ton of fun. I, I want to address, though, another topic that um, that I, I think our show, from what I can see within conservative media, our show was one of the first to kind of go there, and you're seeing more and more of this now. And I think you're going to see it become all the more prevalent given the announcement that Bernie Sanders is expected to make later today that he will be dropping out of the race. Um, Now, he hasn't confirmed this. Uh, There's all kinds of people, sources around his candidacy saying it. Um, He is going to give a speech later today, but I can't think of a time that someone gave a speech about the status of their campaign. Like anytime someone says they formed an exploratory committee, they're going to run. Like, does anybody form an exploratory committee and come back and say, you know what, we looked at this for the last few months and there's Turns just really, we're not that good of a yeah, candidate yeah, after yeah, all. Nobody, yeah. There's really just no, no interest in us running. And nobody does that, okay? Similarly, I can't think of a time someone said, hey, we're going to talk about uh, at, a, at a critical juncture in a campaign where it looks like they've clearly lost momentum. Says, hey, we're going to reassess where we're at. And then comes back and says, everything's fine here. We're all fine here. How are you? Now, that might be the Bernie Sanders thing to do. <laughs> I don't know. But I was thinking about it this morning. I kind of think peak Bernie Sanders might actually be. That in the end, you learn he's just not that down with the struggle. It's a great talking point. Maybe Hillary, this might be one thing Hillary was right about. That this guy's just, a he's, he's not, this is a panderer. And this stuff all sounds great. But in the end, dude's got three homes, including a lake house. He's a multimillionaire. And... 
he's not here to fight the power. He's going to get out of the way. You know, got to, you're not behind Trump. You got to unite to stop Trump. Right now, I don't think, I, I think again, the spirit of the age that propelled him doesn't work like that and still may be heard from between now and that convention in Milwaukee come July. But um, if indeed what, where it looks like things are heading uh, takes place this afternoon and Bernie Sanders drops out as, I mean, this is, this is like, you know, Yoda evacuating Kashyyyk to head to Dagobah. Yeah. You, you realize you can't, you're not going to defeat order 66, right? More and more people are going to start talking about something that we, I think we're one of the first people to address on our show. And I want to lay a marker down right now because I am afraid based on what I have seen from much of quote unquote conservative media in recent years. And then I think at times from um, this White House's political operation, frankly, where they have a tendency at times, the president himself as well, to message things in ways that make things sympathetic towards his detractors. Remember the one Mexican judge? Of course. Like, like how do you make unelected bureaucratic judges popular? Turn them into sympathetic figures. You, you do stuff like that, right? Okay. And let me reiterate where we've been on our show for months now that this is beginning to take center stage. I, I want to show you a clip. This occurred just yesterday. I want you to watch this. Right, temperament with voters that you don't agree with. Mr. Vice President, on the coronavirus, we're both targeting you over this exchange this morning with the voter about guns. Any regrets about how you handle it? Well, I'm surprised that uh, Sanders is joining Trump. Back up, back up. You know, I, I just surprised me. Wasn't it appropriate to swear at an American, though, especially a union voter? Was it appropriate? So next to Bernie, next, I'm sorry, next to Joe Biden is Simone Sanders. I, I keep, when I bring her name up, I always say Bernie Sanders because she used to be Bernie Sanders. She was his communications um, maestro when he ran against Hillary four years ago. And now she's running Joe Biden's campaign. She is the woman next to Joe Biden. And what you see her do there is something that any of us that have parents or grandparents that, have, that are of advanced age have had to do on a regular basis, essentially lead them in the right direction while they're waffling, dithering, unsure, right? Yes. Okay. I mean, we, you just had, you just buried your dad. You, you talked about how he's been dealing with health, a, a collection of health ailments for years now. Yes. Right? I'm sure you've had moments like this with your father yes. and, and, and as did your siblings in, in his, in his final years, yes. right? This is not an uncommon experience. Okay. We kind of loses this place. You see her kind of have to guide him. And this isn't, well, well Steve, it's common, uh, you know, for handlers to move. When handlers move a candidate, they're like, that's, that's our final comment. We're, th we're out of here. Thank you. Is that what occurred right there? No. No. I mean, this was, this was a gentle leading like you do with somebody you care about of elderly advanced age. This happens in America thousands of times, if not millions, every single day. Not, not uncommon what occurred there. He's asked a question about coronavirus. Can we play that clip again? Yeah. All right. So the question he's asked is about coronavirus. Watch this again. All right. Watch as he looks like he's kind of unsure, lack of focus. Well, I'm surprised that uh, Sanders is joining Trump. He's asked about coronavirus and his response is, 
Um, I'm, uh, I'm surprised Sanders is joining Trump. That surprised me. When when you have elderly parents and grandparents who are slowing down mentally, have onset dementia, early stages of Alzheimer's, right? You'll ask them questions and you'll get answers that have when and if they answer that are just not pertinent to what you ask them whatsoever. Right. Again, is that, is that uncommon? No, no, it's not uncommon at all. It's, it's part of the aging experience. What is Joe Biden? 78 years old, I believe, right. Or 77, 77 or 78 years old. Okay. I mean, it, it's not un- the vast majority of men, his age are more likely to be in a facility or a nursing home or taking uh, in-home care on a regular basis with a loved one. And, and looking like that and walking around like that and answering questions with nonsensical answers that are total non sequiturs than they are doing 16-hour days running for president of the United States, right? Yes. Right. I've been telling you this for months. And now that he is the presumptive Democratic nominee, this man is not fit to do this job. He cannot do this job. And what I, will, what I would imagine will happen over the next couple of months is the media that tends to uh, give even in the kindest of descriptions the benefit of the doubt to Democrats. They're going to allow him to essentially take a couple of months sabbatical from campaigning on a regular basis with the race essentially over. And they're going to cover for him. But, but that will only recharge your battery so much when your battery's shelf life is about to expire. Right? If, if, you're, if the battery in your car keeps going out and it's 10 years old and you haven't replaced it, First few times you jump it, man, it, it, it comes back to life, right? Sure. But sooner or later, the more times that you jump it, jump it, jump it, jump it, eventually it just does what? It expires. And you need a new one. It only has so much shelf life. And what I am concerned about, because when we get out to the, the full board general election campaign, they won't be able to conceal him to that extent. He's going to have to campaign. And the, and, the, and the Trump campaign, what it will do right and well is call him out and demand it. And, and when you're the president, you have a certain level of gravitas, even if you have a 45% approval rating, as Trump apparently does, if you believe those numbers. I don't know what I believe about any numbers right now, frankly. Um, but even if you have a 45% approval rating, you still carry the gravitas of the presidency. You're not a novelty act to most Americans. You're their president. You've been in office for four years. So if, if they keep trying to hide Biden throughout the entire spring and summer, he's got to stand up at a convention and give a 45-minute speech right in front of 100 million people. We're going to have debates, in, you know, at least three, in front of 100 million people a pop. The long strain of this campaign, it... it it puts, it puts a strain on people who are even in good health, let alone what, you're, what you've seen now twice in the clip we've shown you. And there's, this happens daily with this gentleman. He cannot do the job. Now, I know too many of you are binary choice children, right? Because every time I point this out, my, the comments will be filled with, 
Well, now do Trump. I, I don't. I I want to make this patently clear. I don't give two craps and turds with corns in it what you think of Donald Trump. I don't care. I I don't care. If you like him, vote for him. If you don't, don't. I, okay, cool. I, I don't care. Who you got in the final four? I, I don't care. But if you really, really detest Trump on that level, go find an alternative that doesn't have dementia while you still can. Because running that against him plays right into his hands. I mean, Donald Trump looks 20 years younger compared to him, does he not? He does. Does he look far? It, not, he, he never looks more presidential than in contrast to that. There is an exception to that, though. Which is what you Would, think happened with the, at the plant in Pennsylvania yesterday? Yes, because yeah. that's something the press clearly is ready, willing, and able to work with. They Agreed. Covered I, for, for I totally agree with that. I, I think you can't sit there and it's just disingenuous for people in conservative media who yes. are now just in partisan shill mode. Agreed. And and just like the left it, media that is, makes us yeah, you, really you, bad. you cannot just sit there and 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 say that every time Trump is just you know every time he's gone off and on his opponents or his detractors and that uh, that's he's a fighter. And then you know uh, Joe pulls what he did at that Pennsylvania plant yesterday, and it's un, it's it's just that has no credibility. We don't, we're not going to we're not going to make tribalistic cultic arguments like that on this show. Uh, in fact, we hate them with the heat of a thousand suns. All right, but that video, for every one of those moments, there's far more of these. Agreed. That we just showed you. You can't play with that. My concern is the Trump reelect team is going to believe that the way to take advantage of that politically is to troll Biden. I think that's a terrible mistake because that's how you can turn him in. You can look like a bully and turn him into a sympathetic figure. I think a far more powerful tactic would, this, it would be for a president because this is now where the gravitas of the title of president works against you too. Is people expect more of you than they did when you, before you were the president. I think it's far more powerful for the president of the United States and his campaign to look at the American people and say, you know what, man, I don't know. I haven't agreed with Joe Biden a lot over the years, you know, serve the country, appreciate his record. It's pretty obvious. This is not the same Joe Biden that was even a vice president four years ago and isn't up to doing the job. And I think you should ask yourself, if I vote for him, who's really running the country if this guy wins? Because I don't think he's doing it. And just be an adult about it. But I, I think if you turn him in to a click-servative uh, troll bait, my fear is you're going to turn him into a sympathetic figure. And a lot of people are going to say, you know what? I don't know. Maybe he can't do the job, but I'm just sick of you and I want to make you go away especially if we continue with the coronavirus recession that everybody is trying to create as we speak right now. And the economy slows down a little bit here in the next few months. And the supply chain from China doesn't stock our big box stores like we want it to for our kids' birthday parties and our graduation parties this spring and summer. There's a fine line here. Nobody likes to see 
old people get bullied. Nobody does. On the other hand, this is a defining moment, I think, for us. I, I think this is the issue right now. That it almost doesn't matter what Joe Biden's ideological profile is. He has dementia. All the signs of it are there. And if you, you know, those of you that consider yourselves now coronavirus experts and know precisely when the earth will expire from climate change, if you could just go look that up on WebMD, you know, in, in between your vast other amounts of, of great uh, resource gathering, you would see he checks pretty much every box. He has dementia. Let's just, we're never going to lie to you on this show. Donald Trump's not a nice person. Maybe not even a good one. He's been deeply immoral much of his life. Has no problem being dishonest on a daily basis, even now as president. The media reporting on him is trash. Has no problem being dishonest, right? We're not going to lie to you on this show. We're not here to spin you. This is, this to me, you have to ask yourself. And now's the time to have this conversation. The convention is four months away. You don't want a guy who's an outright socialist as your nominee? Fine. It's your party. Worried about what he will do to you down ballot? Put your House majority at risk? Fine. Then if you care about this country at all, we've still got all the way to November for you to tell us, for you guys to tell us how much you hate Donald Trump. Okay? But between now and in, in July, 13th I think is when the Democratic Convention begins, somewhere around there. So almost exactly four months from now. Four months. Could, could those of you in the machine that moved so rapidly last week to take Bernie Sanders from inevitable to out of the race, could that same machine, if you care about the country at all, now go find yourselves an alternative, retire him, give him his medal, thank you for your service, Joe, and go get a candidate that doesn't have dementia. And so we can have an actual election here. Because this is the first time I think in American history it is obvious that one that the presumptive nominee of a major party is not fit for the office. Not we've had all kinds of people that lack the moral character, and that might even include the guy who's in office right now. But I don't think we've ever had questions about the mental capacity of a major party nominee like we do right now. I don't agree with Medicare for all. Maybe you do. That guy can't run your program. Can't run a foreign policy. He can't do anything, guys. It really is weekend at Bernie's. He's literally being dragged to the car by his campaign spokeswoman. So he knows where to go. While he's answering a question with an answer that has nothing to do with the question he was asked. And the question he was asked was not on some obscure issue, was it? No. It's only the number one trending issue in the world right now, coronavirus. He cannot do the job. And I would also urge the Trump team to be very careful, though, about turning him into a sympathetic figure. Absolutely, this needs to be confronted. I think it's the most pressing issue in this election right now is that the other party seems destined to try and nominate a candidate who is not mentally capable of the job, 
the most important job arguably on this planet. But if you turn him into troll bait, Hannity will applaud every night on Fox and your click conservative minions will enjoy all the clicks they get. But in suburban neighborhoods like the ones I live in and Aaron lives in and exurban neighborhoods like the ones you live in, Aaron, Todd, you will turn him into a sympathetic figure. It will boomerang against you. And with all the things that have already happened, we didn't think we were going to, a week ago even, we still didn't maybe even think that we would be sitting here right now talking about presumptive nominee Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can happen. It's not inevitable, okay? Uh, we, we just learned that, that Bernie Sanders was not inevitable. Donald Trump is not inevitable either. There's always ways, there's always ways to screw things up. We'll come back hour two. We will get into buy, sell, or hold. We'll let you set the agenda here when we return on the Steve Day Show, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. with hour two live and on demand here on blaze tv radio and podcast i am steve dace totters and aaron mcintyre here with me as well 888-900-3393 is the number steve at stevedace.com that's how you can email the program d-e-a-c-e like us on facebook follow us on twitter at steve dace show if you do listen to us via the podcast thank you please uh, consider leaving us a five-star review wherever you choose to podcast from the more of those we get the more it helps to grow the show and the more likely it is we get to stay doing the show as well and we want to say thank you to all of you uh, tons of you that have left us five-star reviews already please keep those coming we'll get to buy seller hold here in just a moment but we have some breaking news during the top of the hour (laughs) hilarious so now both cnn and the washington post are reporting that bernie sanders when he gives his uh, campaign update here later today is going to announce he is staying in the race Your thoughts, Todd? Uh, nothing matters, first. Uh, second, at least, then, jazz it up. Announce who your VP candidate is going to be. Just don't, you can't, you can't be the Bernie Sanders that wants to burn it all down and just do like a pro forma press conference, just like any political hack. I mean, you may as well be Mitt Romney, for God's sakes. I've never seen it. In, I can't recall someone at a critical juncture of their campaign when they have lost momentum saying, I'm going to go home and reassess where I'm at. And you know what? I, I do remember this happened once now that I think about it. There is, this is the only other time someone at a critical juncture of, of their campaign reassessed where they were at and then stayed in the race. It was Ben Carson. I forgot about that. That's true. He did. And um, Carson's people, I know this for a fact, leaked to uh, Jake Tapper and Dana Bash at CNN that Ben was going to go, he was going to drop out after his uh, terrible performance in Iowa. And he, where he, he had been barely campaigning for president for months. He was going around the country doing book signings and states that didn't even have early primaries. He wasn't campaigning. And, you know, he had a terrible showing in Iowa because he didn't put forth any effort. And CNN broke that story. And then suddenly uh, Ben Carson changed it to he was going home to get fresh. Remember, was it fresh pants? 
Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. He was going home to get, uh, he had to go home and get a change of pants. I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was. Yeah, no, I know. Does that, does that ring a bell? You're Sounds crushing familiar? my soul with this entire story. <laughs> I th- it, was pa- it was pants. <laughs> he had to go home and get some clean pants. Uh, that's the only other time in my career. <laughs> the only other time in my career until now. I can recall someone at a critical juncture of a campaign when they had clearly lost momentum, said they were going home to reassess where things were at, and then came back and said, all right, version two, reboot 2.0. It's the only other time, so. (laughs) 2020. Uh, Okay. Uh, You know what? I got to believe, like, the... uh, there's got to be like a division 12 sporting event we that we need to cancel right yeah. for coronavirus yeah while all the malls and airports and everything else stay open you know like i i texted this to a buddy of mine today and he said well i just think trump is keeping a lot of this stuff open because he doesn't want an economic slowdown because that's you know it's a re-elect year and i said okay if he's doing that then shouldn't the Democrats come try to impeach him over something like that, right? I mean, if you, if you want to, if you want to hold hearings and document that the president is 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 putting public safety in danger in order to keep three percent of economic growth going each quarter, I, I'd listen to that argument. Would you listen to that argument? Sure, sure. Notice we're not doing that though, are we? No, we no, are no. We got we got impeachment over uh, Ukrainian phone calls. No one ever heard. We got we got that. We got that instead. Okay, it's just it's it's the. It's the worst of both worlds all of the time. Terrible people doing terrible things to other terrible people terribly. Let's get to buy, sell, or hold. Part one brought to you by our friends over at Patriot Mobile. Hey, we just witnessed what the left machine and its corporate allies and the media did to Bernie Sanders leading up to Super Tuesday, right? Resurrecting Joe Biden's campaign, which was DOA. There's an important lesson there. We are also so much stronger when we stick together. And Patriot Mobile is the only mobile phone provider that donates a portion of your monthly bill to the organizations and causes fighting for the values that you believe in. Like the right to life, the right to keep and bear arms, supporting veterans, religious liberty, etc. And with plans starting as low as $25, Patriot Mobile comes with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service, except no hidden fees like some of the big boys try to sneak in there as well. Plus, switching is super easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Steve. PatriotMobile.com slash Steve and get a free activation when you use the offer code Steve, plus a free gift when you open up a new line. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team. U.S.-based, I think that is code language for people you can understand. Uh, At 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. All right, again, patriotmobile.com slash Steve. Offer code Steve. patriotmobile.com slash Steve. Offer code Steve. All right, buy, sell, or hold. Here's how it works. Aaron, with a little help from you, his friends in the audience, will put forth a series of predictions, postulations, positions, etc. Uh, prophecies, and Todd, you and I will decide, are we buying that? Are we selling it? Uh, usually we may have a good reason or nine why that might be the case. Once per episode, we are permitted to put a hold on something, but if it's for any reason other than the utter and self-evident lameness of what we're being asked to decide upon, the dude code calls for you to be beaten. 
or at the very least mocked and scorned. Aaron. Yes, and just so you know, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to do something a little bit different for buy, sell, or hold. But first, listener submissions. We'll start with Constantine. You should be Constantinos Rhoditis, who says the Church of Progressivism saith coronavirus and all these are but the beginning of the birth pangs, and soon cometh the apocalypse of thy climate change. Bye. Bye. Yes. I like how that was done. Yeah. That was very well done. I don't, I'm not even going to add attempt to add any of that. I'm going to let that stand alone. Bye. Rocco says, if you get coronavirus, you need to get Lyme disease, too, because you can't have a corona without a Lyme. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> See, I, I want to be appalled at this because we have had, at least reported anyway, 25 people die, right? 25 of our countrymen have died from this, right? We've had, what, about 5,000 people worldwide made in the image of God have died from this. I, I, would, I would like to be appalled at Rocco's making light of it. But um, I understand the, the, the compulsion and impulse to go there because of the way we are constantly misled and, and manipulated on these topics. You know, like, I, 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 I'd, like they're not, I'd like people to not feel like they should go to complete um, uh, jackass outlets like InfoWars and... Uh, uh, and Alex Jones to get their news. I like that, right? But, you know, when when they've been misled and manipulated by legacy media for so long, the very market to turn to alternative outlets like that is created, right? Yeah. So similarly, Rocco's sense of humor is a byproduct of of, of what we have been fed. How many crises? I've run down the list how many times? Y2K, H1N1, swine flu, bird flu, net neutrality, sequester, Trump tax cuts, open borders, uh, closed borders. How many times? The world, we, did, we just had a campaign with 25 Democrats, and I think all, all of them told us the earth was going to expire in the next decade or two. I mean, this is constant. And we are—we all know the tale of the boy who cried wolf, right? If you jerk people's chains yeah. often enough, you know it's when 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 the real pandemic shows up, they're going to be like, ah, yeah, whatever, dude. I've been down this road, been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. Yeah, this is what I was referring to on Twitter earlier today. Forgive me if a scientific community that is ritualistically winking and nodding at transgenderism mm. and refuses to stand for what a life is. I'm sorry, I simply don't trust that medical community uh, to lead me down a path that I can trust on a regular basis. I simply don't. Well said. Next one, I'm not sure how to say this person's name, but uh, but Buy, Sell, Hold, the Batman, will be the first solo Batman film to gross $1 billion in the box office. I'm I'm going to sell because you need to adjust those numbers for inflation. All right. Yeah, the, the, if we adjusted the Dark Knights, that movie came out in 2008. If you adjusted that for inflation, that's a, that's a billion dollar global movie. Okay. If you adjusted the 1989 Batman film from Tim Burton, that's in Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. At, at the time, that set like every domestic box office record that E.T. and Star Wars did not own. 
was that 1989 Batman film. If you adjusted it for inflation, it would be a billion dollar movie. So when I look at those movie grosses, I always look at the the adjusted for inflation numbers. So while I do think the movie will be a huge hit, um, I, I'm going to sell because we've already had Batman films. If you adjust for inflation that have reached that, that number. Well, and I'll also sell because I'm not certain it's going to be a huge hit. It's obvious it's a Batman movie. So comic book fans are absolutely going to go see it. But after you have the excellence that was Christopher Nolan, and then you have very quickly followed up on that, the frustration of uh, that you felt, Steve, not necessarily with how Batman was. I think people were pleasantly surprised with Ben Affleck, but with the entire... Um, um, I thought Ben Affleck was really good. Yeah, but with the entire yeah. um, Warner Brothers endeavor there, yeah. uh, you know, I don't... like pe- are, are the people beyond comic book... They might just be Batmaned out and superheroed out a little bit. We'll see. That's possible. It, it is possible. I mean, we'll it's see. not going to tank or anything like that. We'll, but we'll I, see. It is. It. It. Like, at some point, there will be a saturation point. You know, we haven't reached it yet, um, but we could be reaching it. You, who knows? You, you. You might be right about that. I mean, at this point, Batman as a character has been from a film character, unless you just absolutely. Um, F it up like what they did with uh, the George Clooney Batman versus Robin and you know Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze and Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy unless you just make an absolutely terrible that film made well over a hundred million dollars too by the way but unless you just make a dreadful film if it's competent Batman has proven to be Teflon Don I mean almost impervious all right to a a, you know when when Chris Nolan made Batman Begins, people thought the superhero craze was dying out, right? In the mid-2000s. We didn't even have an MCU yet. So we'll see. Um, I think I think the biggest mistake the DCEU made is it worried too much about its Rotten Tomato scores than its box office. Batman versus Superman was a massive smash hit. Massive smash hit. Huge hit. Made like nine hundred million worldwide, um, adjusted for inflation. It was a massive hit, but because the critics didn't like it, uh, they way overreacted. They got a, instead of letting Zack Snyder fulfill his vision, and then you know Snyder's had one of his children commit suicide and ended up leaving. But instead of putting it off to let him come back and fulfill his vision, they handed it over to Joss Whedon and said, hey, midstream, can you try to turn this into your first Avengers film? And he couldn't do it. And they put out a goulash movie that wrecked where they were going and lost their vision. Because Suicide Squad, I thought thought that movie was a ton of fun. I thought it was a ton of fun. Critics hated it. Critics loved um, the uh, Birds of Prey movie. That movie is absolute trash. Audiences hated it. So I think Warner Brothers worried way too much about its Rotten Tomato scores, and that's where the DCEU, I think, went off the rails. Ryan Hook says, toilet paper replaces the dollar as the new world currency. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of submissions like this. Uh, can, it, uh, tell me why there was a run on toilet paper. Do you guys know why? No. Nope. I totally get a run, like, I get a run on hand sanitizer. You know, in fact, if, if, like, if like the store shelves were not out of hand sanitizer, I'd probably be on here telling you guys, why aren't you buying more hand sanitizer? I totally get that, right? I can totally get why antibacterial wipes, I'm a big antibacterial wipe guy, all right? Because you guys know I've got a little Danny Tanner in me when it comes to, you know, cleanliness around the house, okay? I, I can, those things I can get, right? 
Tell me why the run on toilet paper. What, what does that signify? I don't know, man. I mean, where to go that? Yeah, I don't. That one, I don't. I don't know. I mean, toilet paper in and of itself is a waste removal product. So it doesn't impugn in part. Like the reason that you would like wipe your counters down with an antibacterial wipe is because you're, you're disinfecting them while you're cleaning it, right? Yeah. You're not just wiping things away, but you're disinfecting the area that those things used to be in at the same time, right? That's not how toilet paper works. That's not how it works. It, it just takes the bad stuff from the trash compactor in your body away. What, why, why was that going to... Why was that going to keep you? Is, is that your leprechaun flute? Why, why, why was that going to keep you safe from coronavirus is the toilet paper? Why? It says perfect visual for this whole hot mess. Yeah. Is anything else so? So I'm going to let it stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well said. Moving on. Shia Jesus Alpha and Omega 3 says the SEC should investigate media higher ups and on screen personalities to see if they dumped stocks before commencing the fear mongering over coronavirus. I love that. I love that one too. I'll buy. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. I'll buy, you bet. And then I think, in fact, they shouldn't do it yet. They should wait and they should be monitoring and then see when do they get, when do these same entities, do they try to get ahead of the market? When do they start buying these things back? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's what you, you know, because if, if, if you knew when the sell-off was supposed to happen, then you know when the buyback is, right? Because what's the old motto? You sell high and you buy low, right? So if you knew when to sell off, then you're going to know when to buy back. Right. Right. So I think you let the trend play itself out and find out when, when, and if those same people knew when to start going back in at the same time. That's what I'd be. So I'd, I'd, I'd sit back and let it play out a little bit longer. But I love the spirit well, of yeah. where you're coming from. So I'm going to buy it. This is a, somebody who clearly believes in the church. I assume you're being lied to here. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. A matter of time says if if Biden is the nominee and debates Trump during the debate, debate he'll tell Trump he is full of bleep and or challenge him to a push up contest. I know we're trying to be funny here. I, I want you to take this seriously. Well, I, I am taking it seriously. And I would buy it. Yeah. And he this is I mean, this guy's done it. I mean, how many people how many videos have we done of him challenging people to yeah. push up contests? Okay. This is where this is where Trump gave permission to everybody to throw aside decorum. It's his best bet. If if in his dementia he can be angry, cranky, crusty old Joe. Yeah. That's, then there's a Grand Torino quality to yes. that. Then there's like, I'm about time someone, hey, I sit here and watch most of this, these people all the time too and tell me, I want to, I wish somebody would tell them to get off my lawn too. Yeah. yeah that's why I think there is a yeah. fine line here. I agree with and that. And I, I want to echo what you said about, I, I don't understand conservative media getting the vapors oh did you hear what joe said that, that, that's that was not a bad day for him <laughs> yesterday yeah. up until well which when i can't i don't know which day which video happened anymore it's all blurring together but that went with that union worker that was not a bad moment for him in terms of ginning up a base to want to go out and fight for a guy that is a he did not win he on his own, Joe Biden did not win. No. This, the, the, you, as you said last week, this was manipulated so that other people dropped out. He couldn't win. I firmly believe everything, all our analysis along the way was as an individual against that field, it was impossible for to win. And he, he didn't. I've never seen video or a, 
I've never seen a candidate behave, a candidate for president of this country, behave in the way that Biden does in that video. I've never, have you ever seen, I've never seen anything like that. Which video Having are we talking the about? The one where he has to be led away. Oh, well, no, that for sure. The one he has to be led yes. to his car and not like brisked away from yes. cranky media questions. Like he's got to be shown where the car door is. He's got to be walked out. Uh, answering a question with with a line that has absolutely nothing to do, and it's and it's not like they asked him, "Hey, what'd you think?" They asked him about the most pertinent issue facing planet Earth in many people's minds right now: coronavirus. I've I've just never seen someone running for the highest office in the land behave like that in that kind of a setting. And you know who behaves like that? Most of the men Biden's age who are at America's nursing homes right now. That's who behaves like that. Breaking news from your alma mater. Todd, UW-Madison, to transition to online courses at the end of the week. Why wait? But that's... A, yeah, that's what sense does that make? I don't understand. Again, where, why at the end of the week? Why, why 250 people or less? Like, if you think, if, if you're worried about it, and you, then just, all these universities have online courses right now. Just say, hey, no class today. We need 24 hours to set everything up. And, you know... Uh, what 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 is the purpose of the delays then? If it's this, if it's if it's if, this well, pertinent, the, why do this, we need if delays? If you're worried about if you're worried about an outbreak on campus, isn't it better to keep it on campus instead of sending all these kids home to their hometowns too to spread it there? That's another good question. Yeah, it's, it's just so dumb. This is this is virtue signaling. Yes. Is what it is. Yeah, yeah. You, you, That's uh, exactly what it none is. None of the public schools. Uh, are being closed, are they? The K through 12? I've seen so far. No. No. It's dumb. Uh, this is pretty This is pretty bold, I think, from Caleb Fields. Joe Biden refuses to attend any presidential debates. He'll give some political answer, but the real reason is he doesn't want the contrast of a very much alive Donald Trump and his own corpse. I'll sell. That, yeah. that, he'll, he'll get destroyed if he does that. Annihilated. If I'm Donald, if I'm Trump 2020, I am, I am on my knees praying that Joe Biden did something like that. Because what that does is, is it, I now get the full benefit of Joe Biden's mental faculty issue and don't have to worry about being, looking like a bully next to him and coming back at him. I mean, for him to just basically eject, um, I, I mean, I, I think you're looking at a Jeremy Corbyn type of loss for Democrats if Joe Biden were to do something like that. Do I yeah. think he, do I think they're going to attempt to do it now to Bernie Sanders claiming since he wants to stay in? Like, do I think we're going to, I mean, they're already saying no, no people at the debate on Sunday. Could I see that, that there is no debate happening on Sunday? Oh, Could yeah. I see them do that to Bernie Sanders in the democratic field? Sure. But in a general election, they would get annihilated for that. Just, annihilated. Yeah. Well, just remember, this is about what the press can manipulate. They clearly are fine manipulating Trump, uh, excuse me, Biden going Trump. It, that's what they want anyways. They yep. want their own Trump. They want to give Trump a taste of his own medicine. If he's going to throw out curse words and say, I'll slap you, that's their version of it. And they are willing to manipulate that. They can't manipulate. If he's a no-show. Yeah, they yeah. can't. Yeah. Yep. Uh, moving on, Salvador Manila says, within 30 days, we'll see a silver alert issued when Biden and the campaign bus go missing. Again, I, I know we're, I know that's that's meant to be funny. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I will sell because I, I, I think that on some level, there's he's, too he's, many handlers. Yeah, too many handlers yeah. for something like that to occur. Too many handlers for something like that to happen. 
So. Aaron Reale says people who stop the microwave before it goes off and then don't clear the remaining time are social miscreants who deserve all the floggings. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm out of outrage. I got to sell that, on that. that Aaron. Mm. Not you, Aaron. This, Aaron. Oh. Th- this is where you draw the line. You could find no lines to draw in the star in the recent Star Wars saga. I mean, not a single line. Every time you argued with me, this is where you find the bridge too far. Come on, man. We all have our breaking points, Mr. Erzin. Yes. Uh, Rev AG says Mount Rushmore of basketball duos. Number one, Jordan Pippen. Number two, Magic and Kareem. Number three, Kobe and Shaq. And number four, Nash and Malone. Um, I think he meant Stockton and Malone, right? I think yes. is what he means there yeah. instead Stockton of Steve Nash. And, yes. I, I get all those white guys look alike though, so I'll, I'll let that one slide. Um, I, I'm going to sell. I would not put Jordan and Pippen number one. I think Scottie Pippen is the most overrated player in NBA history. I mean, he was a nice player, pretty good one, making him one of the top 50 players in the NBA. How many guys would have been in the top 50 players in the NBA if they got to play next to Michael Jordan? Okay, so I, I think you could just put uh, Jordan and compliment. I mean... I, I I would sell on that just because I don't I don't buy number one as a duo. Uh, the rest of them I think you could put you know in there. Um, I could come up with a couple of others. Doctor J Moses Malone was pretty good. You know you, the, the Celtics had triplets so they didn't really have a duo there right because you had uh, Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish and, right. and Larry Bird together as a trifecta. Um, but um, I, I would sell because I I don't th- I think Scottie Pippen is the most overrated player in NBA history. Yeah, and I think you could. I mean, if you go back, um, the original Celtics, Kuzi and um, the great. No, uh, you're talking about uh, the greatest center of all time. Yeah, uh, Bill, when they won uh, Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Yeah, when they won ten championships, right? Yeah. So uh, I I think yes, I will not be able to accept the list as it stands. All right. Uh, Roger Gray says, let's take these one at a time. I'm going to change this uh, slightly. Joe Biden picks Kamala Harris as his VP. Sell. sell. Oh, I think this would be a, I think, I don't think it's nearly that easy of a sell. I think, I think that, I mean, with all the crazy stuff that's happened, if you really, really, really want to shore up your base of black support, which he, he already has. He has far more black support than has, she had. He already has that. But if you really want to put that up there and make sure at least all the virtue signalers are on board your campaign. I think that's a pretty He's got good. more street cred in black America than she ever had. She's from a state. He's going to win just by showing up. She can't help him at all. The, his, if, he, if they come out of Milwaukee with him as the nominee, the vice president is going to be, the, 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 the running mate is somebody that the Democratic Party wants to hand the reins off to as the face of their party for the next 10 years. That's who the running mate's going to be. And that clearly ain't going to be Kamala Harris. Correct. That's who I think it'll be. Uh, second part of this, whoever he picks as his VP, he will resign and they will become president. I could absolutely see that. Resign for health. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll buy that part. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy that for sure. He's not yeah. running. The, he's not whoever he if he is, if he gets elected, he's not running the country. He's not. That's a great crazy voices in the head question. Yeah, I'll buy. Uh, let's see. Elliot Wants says uh, Biden's gaffes get continually worse I'll Buy that. Uh, he gets replaced at a brokered convention. I will buy because I think there's more, especially with Bernie staying in. If you're looking, if, if he if he stays in, that they that gives them even more excuse to to do this. Um, I, I I I I'll buy. I don't I don't think the odds are high. I don't, but I think they're higher than people think that they are. Like when 
I don't think it's like 50% that they will do this, but I don't think it's five either because we're dealing with an unknown here. We, we, we're in a, we've never had a presidential candidate whose mental faculties were so obviously in question. And then what the Democratic Party did last week, we've never seen a political party do that in the open in America. So we're, we're in uncharted waters here. So like, I, this is like, if this was a prop, I would bet on it because I think the value is there. Doesn't mean, just because I bet on it doesn't mean I'm predicting it though. Meaning that if, like, if this was a prop and it was like 10 value. to one, the yeah. value, I think the odds are higher than 10%. So I'll take those odds. You know, I, I don't, it, it's, I don't necessarily think it's going to pull. Like when I put, when I, when I bet on the Washington Nationals 22 to one to win the World Series, I didn't think they were going to win the World Series. They did. I didn't think so. I just looked at the other value. I looked at the team that they had and the value they represented and thought that's a good bet because Sharps bet numbers, not teams. Okay. So I think this is actually a good bet that he gets replaced. I wouldn't predict it or expect it to happen, but I think the odds are higher than maybe most people think because of we're swimming in uncharted waters now. I appreciate that. I, I will sell that all in moment that they went. I think they just, they, they want to prove that they can pull this off now pat riot says rugby is better than soccer although scoring is still low bye i'll buy because they actually hit each other in rugby and don't have wimpy dainty yellow cards and flopping sal <sighs> carla bramlett says the virus will push congress and the white house to seriously look into moving manufacturing back to the u.s incentives tax cuts or knock someone upside the head so that should be the reaction you're, you're, you're right it, it should be but it's not this is where the democratic party should be coming at trump at a, on his strength and saying hey you didn't go you didn't do enough you you got all these you know everyday man workers and we didn't yeah. bring these jobs back they're not doing that F far more likely is that the place that this started in in china is going to be a part of developing the max yes. vaccine that all of us then gladly take afterwards yeah, i i think that's yes uh maybe a couple more real quick a higher vision says uh, twins versus dodgers in the world series sell sell don't believe the twins it's a postseason team yeah uh, let's see. Let's do one more. Uh, Todd Saffel says, Steve would be the first one in line for pumpkin spice, Purell, and Lysol. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Wouldn't you just love it to, your, your hands to smell like pumpkin spice all he'd, the time? He'd be the guy in that video spraying himself down on the sidewalk, you know, yeah. with the coronavirus. Oh, as long as it smells like that. Yeah. What, what yeah, you got? I, yeah. I'd be wiping my face with it. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. I'd be all over it. That's a um, great idea. Yeah, so we'll be back after the break here with um, something that should make you very nervous. I did actual work to prep for this segment. I, yeah, I, I get nervous when you take initiative. Yeah, it's bad. Here on Blaze TV Radio and Podcast, you're on the Steve Day Show alongside Totters and 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 and, and Aaron McIntyre. Easy for me to say, or not so much. Part two of Buy Seller Hold brought to you by our friends over at Keeps who know that losing your hair sucks, but you know what doesn't? Keeping your hair without ever leaving your couch. Now, if you're losing your hair, you got to know about Keeps because they offer the same generic versions of the only two FDA accepted hair loss and approved hair loss products. That means these products are the real deal. 
Okay. But the generic versions of them were going to save you a ton of money at the exact same time. So to take advantage of this, it's simple. Just answer a few online questions, snap a few pics of your hair, and a doctor will review everything and then recommend the right FDA approved hair loss treatment for you. And then it is shipped discreetly to your door. So you're probably wondering, that sounds great, Steve, but does it work? Well, not only does it work so often, uh, that 66%, two-thirds of the people who use these treatments end up, the guys end up experiencing hair regrowth as well. So here's the deal. Go to keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S, keeps.com slash grow, keeps.com slash grow, and you'll get your first order of keeps for 50% off. Half off your first hair loss treatment at keeps.com slash grow. That's keeps.com slash grow. We now, we now go to the portion of the show I am very nervous about when Aaron as he so rarely does, and let's face it, the results are mixed when he does, mm. attempts to take initiative as opposed to just millennialing the thing and just cruising and relying on the easiest path of resistance here. Part two of buy, sell, or hold. Yep. Aaron, I am, I, am, results, I am deeply concerned. Results are mixed like a shamrock shake, smooth and tasty. Yes. Uh, so this this portion of the show, I, I think we did this once before, maybe, or maybe it was just an, an idea in my head that never actually got off the ground. But we're actually going to do it this time because we live, I mean, you, you, uh, like you said at the beginning of the show, Steve, if you would have told anyone uh, two months ago that we should close down our borders to stop the f- spread of the Wuhan coronavirus, which has its origins in literal bat bleep. Uh, people would have told you to go back to the asylum, take your pills uh, at all. You're a hater and a bigot. You're a hater and a bigot. So we're living in this world where it's really, really tough to distinguish between reality and the Babylon Bee. And so for the next uh, few minutes here on the show, we're going to play a game I call Bee, Sell, or Hold. It's a game that I have to, uh, I've come up with a few examples of headlines, and you have to tell me whether it's the Babylon Bee or an actual headline. Holy crap, Aaron. I haven't said this in a while because it hasn't needed to be said. I am impressed. Wow. Okay. Well, well, um, what do you always say about expectations? Now I'm really, really nervous. I was kind of, I was kind of happy, you know, that your expectations were so low now that they've been, uh, kind of shot up a little bit. I'm, I'm a little bit. I just, I love the concept of this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll start with this headline. So if you buy, that means you think that it's, Babylon B, you sell, you think it's a real story, okay. and hold, you're just a pansy. Okay. Uh, question, or headline number one, McDonald's employee fired for asking if Happy Meal toy is for boy or girl. Oh, I'll sell. B. I could see that that is absolutely a true story. So you are buying, Todd. You think it's the Babylon B? Yes. And you're selling, you think it's a real headline? Oh, I think it absolutely is a real headline. It is the Babylon B. Huh. Although it sounds, it's one of the realest headlines I think we've uh, I think we've ever heard. So that already mixed results that tells you that you know that's that's not. Can too I bad. can I get can I get half a point on the likelihood that this will eventually be a real headline? Oh, and I think yeah. we all realize that, yeah. And, yeah. And, and probably in about ten minutes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Next headline: Missing person alert issued for elderly man wandering down highway in bathrobe waving dead fish at passing cars. B. Sounds like Florida man to me. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna. I was just about to say that. It sounds like 
Florida man to me as well. So I'm going to sell again that that's a real headline. Uh, it's actually Babylon B. That's uh, Joe Biden there in the uh, in the Photoshop. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> oh, that is. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's brutal. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, let's see. Next one. But that Ar- could also be true. Yeah, yes. that's the rate we're yes. going. Unfortunately, yes. uh, Arby's makes meat-based vegetable to rival plant-based meat craze. Because you've got all these Because Arby's, we've got the meats. Yeah, we've got yeah. these impossible burgers, I think, from uh, from Burger King, I want to say, that are plant-based. Yeah, and there's another couple of places that are trying to uh, uh, trot them out as well. Meat-based vegetable from Arby's. Is that real or Babylon B? <laughs> I will sell. So you think that that's real? I'm going to go Babylon B on this. A meat-based vegetable? I got to go Babylon B. It's a real headline. <laughs> yes. I'm on the Todd cutting is, edge, folks. Todd is 3-0. and oh. I'm on the cutting edge of keeping this audience across the country informed, opining on the most latest breaking trends and news. Yes, I'm on the cutting edge of the societal revolution. Yes. Uh, this one possibly out of California. Next headline. New law would allow millennials to stay on their parents' Netflix account until they're 35. That's got to be. That's Babylon. Uh, you both, you were both right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know, that could be California law coming uh, your way soon. That absolutely could be a California law. In fact, the you know the biggest problem Bernie Sanders has in some respects is not even the Democratic establishment, but it he can't get these Bernie Bros off Twitter to show up to vote. Right, the youth vote has yeah. not shown up for him. Really, even except for even in the states he's won, it hasn't shown up. Which makes you think they're not going to get a big, no matter who their nominee is. If, they, if Bernie Sanders can't get them to show up to vote, they're not going to put anybody out of Milwaukee that will, which is typical. Young, you know, young people don't vote, but um, that's his biggest issue. And I, I would think that could that be? I mean, you tell me. If, if, if could that get the Bernie Bros off of Twitter and to show up at the ballot box? Hey, your parents have got to keep you on their Netflix account until they're thirty-five. Could that be an issue that does it? Probably, but their parents aren't going to do that. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a law. He's proposing it as a law. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I guess. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I and see they get sent saying. to Google, they get sent to Google logs if they want yeah. to they kick you off the Netflix account. Right. Yeah, I could I could totally see that happening. Uh, that's also why that the youth group the, or the youth vote. That's probably why Sanders supporters are not going to make a huge dent in the Democratic chances in November, because. I mean, they're not they're not voting anyway. Uh, next headline. This is an op ed. Isn't a Netflix subscription like twelve bucks or fifteen bucks a month or something? Yeah, it's really cheap. You guys can't afford fifteen bucks a month. Apparently not. Wow. Uh, this is an op ed headline. There's no such thing as cancel culture. That's sell. that's that's a sell. That's that's got to be from that. That's the media. Um, the, uh, you know, I remember there, nobody was losing their religious freedom because of gay marriage right. until we forced those stories in front. Right. That, yeah. I'm going to sell and say that that's a mainstream media story. It's Babylon B, an op-ed by Adolf Hitler. Oh, <laughs> I saw that one too. I did see that yeah. one too. So I, I still fell for it, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've, I've actually linked that banana in the tailpipe and yeah. told other people, yes. here's a banana in the tailpipe. And then I just went over there and slipped on it anyway. That's okay? how good the bee is. It's, yes. It's, it's really fun. I want to work here when I grow up, man. Twirling the reality stone over here. It's, it's a lot of fun. This is a good exercise, though. Uh, next headline. Only trans people can define transphobia in a way that's impossible to argue with. Sell. It's a real headline. Ah. Uh, 
It sounds like a Tatiana McGrath tweet is what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do, man. Cause I think I've gotten, have I gotten any of these right so far? One, I got one, one right. Yeah. Um, I'll sell. I, you think that's a real headline? I think it's a real headline. Yeah. It is a real headline from pink news. Don Butler explains why only trans people can define transphobia in a way that's impossible to argue with. Yeah. Airtight. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next headline. Oakland officials consider moving cities homeless to onto a cruise ship. But, uh, the cell. <laughs> cell. <laughs> this is like our like rainforest in the middle of Iowa. It's it's got to be. It's, uh, it's it is Oakland after all the birthplace mm. of the Black Panthers. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll, I'll I'll sell too and say that's a real story. That's a real story. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Of course it is. Yep. Makes you want to root for coronavirus, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Next headline, school forces teacher to respect failing students preferred grade of A. That's a Babylon B. That's got to be a Babylon B. I'm going to be it. It's got to be a Babylon B. I'm torn. This is the one I'm most torn on. They're pointing out the, the, they're taking this to a ridiculous extent to point out the fallacy of this entire. I'll go with B. Well done. It's Babylon B. It's Babylon B. Right. Uh, This one's the last one, and we've still got 10 minutes in this segment. Oh, boy. Uh, This is your segment, so you're going to decide what the next 10 minutes is. No, I got got a plan. I've I've always got a plan. I mean, I've been working for you for for 10 years, or it's only been five years now. (laughs) 12 years a slave, Steve. (laughs) I got a plan. Uh, this is the final one. <laughs> Non-binary esports champion Sonic Fox wins Mortal Kombat 11 Pro Competition title. Uh, sell. I'm, I'm going to say it's a real headline. Yeah, it's a real headline from Outsports. That's the uh, SB Nation. Non-binary esports. <laughs> Sonic Fox. Okay. So that's... Uh, so who are you? Well, I, I was the non-binary. Yeah. Esports champion last year. What do you do? I uh, work at the, I uh, run the Rite Aid down the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I got, I won a hundred thousand dollar grand prize as the non-binary esports champion. How much you make last year? Uh, See 38, five and uh, yeah, but it's, it's got dental, right? Wow. Uh, so yeah, that's the last uh, B seller hold headline. You guys like that? I did it was, like it a it lot. Was great. You know, yeah. I think I think we need to do that. I think I need to twirl the reality stone here. Yeah, in the every, studio, every, every, yeah, every few again. months. I think that's keep got our, some potential. Keep our senses. Keep our senses um, sharp. To paraphrase Kirk Cousins, I liked it. You I liked really that. liked it. You really I liked, liked that. that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go back to some listener submitted ones. Russell Larano says, saying let's go get some Mexican food tonight is going to be considered racist. Before Steve is invited to speak at CPAC. Bye. Bye. Guys, it, coronavirus it got invited is. to... I, I, I don't know what could happen now at this point. That what you could conjure up that would that would not get invited to speak at CPAC before me. Coronavirus was invited to speak at CPAC before I was. So there you go. Yeah. Jeremy in PA or Pennsylvania, I guess, uh, says, as our society falls further from God's truth, Christians will eventually find themselves in a tie with Jews as the first and most frequent target of statist anger. 
Well, I think you're already seeing that trend line yeah. go, go that way. So, yeah, I, I will buy. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Joe Biden. Let's see. Can I, can, can I, I go back to that yeah, topic for a second? Yeah. This is why I, you know, I got some of you upset at me during the last primary. This is why I was dr- adamantly opposed to Trump's original messaging of a Muslim ban. All right. It, it, I've, I've, I was all for banning people from countries that are overrun by Islamic Jihad. All for it. I was when I was on the cruise campaign. I was when the president, after he got elected, that opening weekend, that was his opening policy salvo. I adamantly supported it. But if we start setting the precedent, right? Remember, it ain't no fun when the rabbits got the gun. And if you're a Christian or a Jew, you should know the history of your religious faith. That whenever we start determining the status of citizens based on relig- based on a particular religious practice that doesn't take away the rights from others, right? So if I'm a Satanist that believes in human sacrifice, that is a religious practice that takes away the rights of others because what do I need to do in order to, to you know, practice religious sacrifice? Uh, kill other human beings. And killing is against the what? The law, right? Because people have a right to life. So historically, that has always been targeted at Christians and Jews the most throughout world history. Be very careful about setting that precedent because you, you do still live in some form of a constitutional democratic republic. And just like the Patriot Act sounded great after 9-11, right? Yeah, give Dick Cheney the right to go after all the bad guys, right? And, and monitor all the... Didn't it sound great? Yeah, America, right? And then... then um, all of a sudden, a pharaoh who knows not Joseph named Barack Hussein Obama gets a hold of that program. And what's it look like then? Right. Reeves right. dropping on AP reporters. Uh, Mr. Rosen at Fox News. Right. We're, we're using the IRS to go after pro-life groups. Right. You know what I'm saying? Be very careful. Not a hint of scandal, though, Steve. Yes. Not a hint. Be very careful about the precedent you want to set now because the good guys are in charge. Because understand, no government gets eliminated. No government gets cut. So anything you say government can do now, you are you are assenting to it being used against you when the other people are in control later. Be very careful with that. Uh, Grant Asaski says, seminaries, with the exception of a few extra bastions of orthodoxy and sanity, will follow suit of our traditional universities and give themselves over to the spirit of the age within the next 10 years. That's already happening. I mean, that's already yeah. happening. I mean, we, we started with the Episcopalians about 20 years ago. I mean, it's just you're, you're watching the tin soldiers fall as we speak. Already there. Well, that's where the that's how we. It's why we're having. The, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. It, it's why we are having the issues in the civic arena we're having is because this already happened within the within the sacred square that sort of sets the tone from a moral standpoint. It's already happened. Well, that's the genesis of the entire priest abuse scandal. I mean, those you, when you connect the dots, those seeds were planted a long time ago. Uh, let's see. Way Truth Life says Biden will have his worst debate performance this upcoming Sunday that MSNBC and CNN will drive a narrative for another candidate to jump back into the race. Could you see that happening? Yeah. Yeah, I could. I could buy that. Buying yep. that? Yep. 
Uh, Ryan Robertson says the Steve Day Show is the Tony Romo of political talk shows. They demonstrate how politics isn't as complicated as politicians want us to believe. That's a great compliment. I, I like appreciate that. that. Well, yes. And one of the things I've always tried to do is, and I even did this on a local level, is to bring you guys in because I, I, I'm not classically educated. I'm a, you know, kid born to a 15 year old mom. I just have a microphone in front of my face. So I've always tried to ask the questions I think that regular people would ask if they had an opportunity like this, discuss the issues. I think and I even did this when I was in sports. I'd ask, you know, I covered recruiting years ago when it, when people thought these message boards that are now passe, um, thought that they were never going to catch on. Okay. Um, because I'm, I was a sports fan and I was interested in it. So I knew other sports fans were too. So that's something we've always strived to do on this show. So that's a great compliment. Thank you. Uh, do you have anything to add, Todd? No. Nope. All right. Uh, commie virus exterminator says before the end of the year, hashtag me too for sex robots will be a top trend on Twitter. Hashtag black mirror update. So hey. you're a year or two. You're, you're a few years ahead of that one. You said black mirror. So bye. That's <laughs> Oh, yeah. Todd is now prophesying in the name of a show he cannot bring himself to actually watch because it's so That's disturbing. That's why. Yes. Oh, crud. I forgot this one. I meant to I meant to have this in the main segment. Pierre Delecto's Chicken Sandwich says, <laughs> um, burn Milwaukee will be a thing. Hashtag burn Milwaukee and Bye. burn is spelled Bye. B-E-R-N. Bye. 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 Yep. Yeah. I believe so. Uh, let's see. Maybe one more really fast. Uh, Ebola will be invited to see, speak at Speak can, CPAC can before add, Steve is. Uh, bye. You know, here's the other reason I buy on that other one. That video we showed of Biden, we've showed a few times. Do you know where that video came from? Lefties. Bernie's people. They're the ones that shot that video and sent it out to the public. That didn't come from conservative hmm. media. That that video was propagated by lefties. So, yeah. Bye. Especially they take the debates away and everything else. Okay, try to hide this guy. Yep. You you know, and I I I could see some uh I could see that not just trending, but attempting in in real time. I think that could happen as well. All right, we're gonna stick around and do some overtime for our Blaze TV subscribers. And we're gonna talk about actually the breaking news with Bernie Sanders deciding against all the conventional wisdom of last night that he is going to stay in the race after all. So what is his end game here? All right, we're going to discuss that amongst the three of us in overtime, blazetv.com slash dace. For the rest of you, we'll see you tomorrow. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.